the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. Oh, I can tell. Did it feel like picking on you more than we already did? Very productive. What does DIM stand for? Hey, does anybody well, it's know just that DM. DM the D and the M are capitalized on the DM, but I'm DIM. Why is the I uh, in there? Because I, I, I don't get it. Oh, I was going to, I was going to, you're recording already. I'll tell the joke at the end of that. I'll write it down. Sorry. Ah, there you go. There you go. Okay. So when last we left off, you guys, um, after leaving Alftrag, went on a bit of a uh, side trip to the Adamantine Isles. Visited Brad X's uh, <coughs> homeland, however briefly. Well, well done, Spoman. Um, visited his his homeland, however briefly, and then zapped right back to the blight. There he goes there with the sight gags again. Had a bit of a chat with Feralt, who appeared to be a bit under the weather. Um, was just not as active as he usually is. Was much more open with you guys, communication wise, than he usually is. Um, and then decided it was time to go. Uh, you were basically what you're attempting to do right now is to um, stop the army that is marching toward Alftrag from Sarthia. Uh, to do that, you decided since there's there is a uh, elder brain down there, you decided you were going to go to Toth first to try to pick up some health potions and some uh, something to help maybe Bridex be. If not less dumb, certainly less susceptible to. Hey, I don't his, think his... I'm the only one who could benefit <laughs> from that. Well, no, that's true. That's true. Um, you know, but last I checked, we all got brains. You're, you're the one who got picked on for it. Um, well, yeah, yes, that's that's true. I do seem to be the one most susceptible. Yeah. So with that, you actually, you guys had gone back to your humble abode to pick up Meep, who was basically caffeined out and putting together um, some different toys for himself. And that's where we left off. Um, you guys have the option. I'm assuming you're going to want to take a long rest, but I don't know. Um, you know, it's your call, but it's your evening. Real quick uh, clarification. I had ordered and paid for that haversack, handy haversack. Can I assume that I picked that up by now? Uh, who did you order that from? Uh, it was the one of the magical shops in uh, Toth. Not no, Toth, you, but uh, the Blight. Is that Toth? No. The this, this city? No, Toth is the dwarven city that you guys escaped Sorry, from. Thank if you, you order it there, you haven't blight. gotten it. If it was the Blight, then yeah, you can go take off. Yeah, it, it was in the fine. Blight. Okay. All right, so you guys settle in. Um, for the evening, you take in a meal. Um, you get to meet some of the staff that uh, Meep hired to cook for you and clean sort of for you. Um, uh, Bright Axe got to spend a little bit of time in the sand pit, uh, just basically fighting and breaking shit. Uh, yeah. Having a good old time, roll around a little bit. Um, get a good snort on. That's right. That's right. Uh, morning rises. Last I heard, you were headed to Toth. All right, let's go. Yeah. Does Rolthor have a uh, spell? Are we taking the ship? How are we getting there? Well, gentlemen, I say we, I say we teleport in. All right. 
So it's more hidden and faster. We need the we need these things to go quickly so that we can get back to Alftrag. Yeah. Before the army gets there. Uh, didn't we set up a teleport circle in the bar? We didn't have to set one up. It was there. There was already right. one there in the back yeah, of the right. bar. Mm -hmm. You actually had access to two. You had one at the bar and you had one um, at the uh, the Brothers Scrum, that hideout they had, but that was way at the bottom of the city. I don't know that that would be the... I mean, it's up to you, but that would be a, a long jump-in point. I say we uh, hit our bar, check-in, supply, get back. That sounds right to me. Shoop. Okay. So, assuming that Rolthor actually casts, um, go ahead and mark your spell slot off. And you guys jump. Sorry, I'm breaking it up now. Oh my god, so many pages of notes. Um, you guys jump into the bar. You're kind of in the back room of it. Um, as you jump in, it is very dark. Uh, it's It's there, there are no lanterns lit. There are no lamps. There are no candles. There's, there's no nothing. Um, but we all have dark vision. So. You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not an issue. I'm just saying it's, it's noticeably, um, noticeably darker. Uh, the hairy eyeball, that's the name of the place. Excuse me. Um, you guys pop in. Um, you basically, you got to put your ears to the... Uh, you know, ears to the walls, and you really don't hear much. There's kind of some low murmurs outside. There's definitely people uh, kind of in, in some of the other chambers of the bar. Um, but it's it, it's quieter than you would expect it to be for this time of day. It's kind of probably mid-morning by the time you guys jump over here. Um, and it just is a little muted. I'm going to crack open the door and take a peek. <clears throat> okay. Um, as you open the door, uh, you kind of open it uh, you know, it's more of the same. It's very quiet and dim. Um, as you kind of walk uh, a couple of, you know, you, you walk up a couple of doors, um, you know, the place, as you know, is, is kind of a front for the Assassin's Guild, the local chapter of the Assassin's Guild. Um, and you see a couple of people hanging around. Uh, there is a guy kind of leaning against the bar next to you who looks up and, and kind of catches your uh, the, the flash from the teleport probably caught his attention. And as he sees you kind of walking out, he um, challenges you, specifically Croker, since you're the one who was walking out. Um, and you give the appropriate, you know, kind of passwords and whatnot, and he visibly visibly relaxes a little bit and then says, well, there's not much here, but, but come on in. Well, it's our bar, so of course I'm going to come in. Well, it's a bar. Didn't we, um, didn't we take no. it over? We, we took it over and put somebody in place in this bar, didn't we? Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, yes, I forgot about did. that. Okay, yeah. well, all right. Squatters have moved into your bar then. <laughs> <laughs> so, and as time you walk to, in. Time to clean house. Uh, well, I mean, it might be. Um, but as you walk in, you notice it's, uh, Croker, you see some familiar faces. You don't see anybody you know, right? Like it's, you can't go, oh, hey, there's, you know. Right. Nick, or hey, there's Alex. But you see some familiar faces that you spotted here and there. Everyone is dwarven. There are no gnomes. There are no kobold. There are no... The only other races in the room are yours. 
Um, the drinks are very light. There's there's not much in the way of alcohol, which is kind of surprising taking a look around. And the food is very um, gruely. It's not. It doesn't look very fresh or very appetizing. What was the name of the dude we put in charge? I can't remember now. And I didn't bring my notebook up. Didn't we like accidentally kill his wife or something? Yes. Then put him in charge. No, Tam is the one that uh, Voss straight up murdered. Eldridge, right. the wife, maybe the one that you left there. <laughs> Eldridge was there. So okay. I, I, uh, I make a sign to one of the guild members. Um, I want to speak to whoever's in charge. Okay. So, do I get a response? Yeah, I mean, you you do. Um, they say, well, there's a meeting going on in the, in the back, um, but it's you know, we'll take you back there. You notice there are a handful of people kind of sharpening blades. Like I say, it's not crowded, but there's maybe 15 people in the place uh, sharpening blades. There's you know, armor that's being polished, things like that. Um, a quick glance out the window tells you the streets are packed. There are people everywhere, but they're not really moving. It's just there are like groups of people sitting on the ground, circles of people kind of circling up. There are a couple of open fires in the town, which is really odd because that's not a normal thing. Um, it appears to be lots and lots and lots of just people packed in there like refugee style. Like it's it doesn't look great. Um, the fact that there is space in here tells you that these people have probably done something to earn it or or take it. So, do you want to go back there by yourself, or are you going to take one of these fools with you? Oh, with them. I will take a fool. I'll, I'll okay. shadow him, looking and looking and posing. All right. So, uh, the guy leads you back to the back door. Kind of does the little, you know, the secret knock, the and um, gets a response. The, the door clicks and kind of creaks open and you see three different people sitting, um, sitting at the table. One of them you recognize, uh, it is, I just had him. Where did he go? Because God knows I can't remember shit. Uh, it's Rudgree Flintfall. Um, and he was, I believe he was your contact, um, here in the city for the bears of the Paul. So he's related to um, the blight kind of tangentially. Um, it's him and two other people. Um, one of whom, again, you recognize, but don't know, uh, kind of made a name for himself uh, as an assassin. Uh, the other one is very well-dressed is unarmored. Um, he's just, you know, he, he, he has rich, richer clothing to him, uh, but he also looks like he can handle himself. All right. Broad gray. <clears throat> Croker, what are you doing here? Uh, I could ask you the same. What are you doing here? Eh, we had to borrow the space. I'll expect it's, uh, payment in full. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get it. Have a seat. He kind of claps, and, and the dude who brought you in here reappears with some ale. Um, they are not full glasses. 
but there, you know, he's, he's got some ale for you. Um, and Rudgery looks at you and goes, eh, resources are a little bit, a little bit hard to come by right now. What's going on in here? Well, in here, we're figuring out our next move. Lots of opportunity in this city, if you know what I mean. What's going on out there? Uh, it's a shit show out there. The siege has pushed people into many of the levels. Uh, and we're basically, people are just living in the streets. Do we the, know there's a siege going on here? Yeah. Yeah, the army from Alphatrag, part of the army from Alphatrag marched oh, that's right. to, Sorry. To, to put Sorry. under siege. Yeah. You guys prevented a siege from the lower level, so they're actually in much better shape than they could be. But, um, yeah, the, the siege is uh, in week three, and people are starting to turn on each other. Well, we need supplies. Well, what kind of supplies are you looking for? They'll be a bit hard to come by, but we might be able to supply some things. What were we looking for there, Bright Axe? Um, I believe we were looking for things to help us stay alive and stay out of the control of the Mind Flayers. Well, things to stay alive I can help you with. We've weapons aplenty and all the tools that you need to uh, get in and out of places, thanks to my friend here. He kind of nods to the well-adorned guy. But this is the wrong city to come to if you're looking for magic items. They've uh, they've pretty well confiscated everything, and they're keeping it keeping it on the secure levels up by the Colossal Forge. Yeah, just out of interest, like how secure are these levels? Where the hell did he come from? <laughs> I thought I was with you guys. You were. Uh, this is the this is the second time in a row you've randomly showed up in a conversation. Everybody is fine with it, so well, <laughs> you're no, just sneaking I in. You're all sitting there talking to him. Is the only one? Okay. No, 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 no. I walked in with Brightax. You could come in. That's that's no, very fine. meep. That's you totally just meep. followed in Brightax's butt crack, and nobody, nobody <laughs> noticed. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> you sneak I out. Didn't know, the, I thought we were all. I thought it was more of a, yeah. a group conversation. No, Sorry. you're fine. No, but you're that's fine. okay. So answer the answer the rat's question. Well, I'm going to leave that to my friend here. And the guy who was well-adorned kind of takes a look at you and, and looks you up and down and, and just says, Croker, huh? I've heard a bit about you. And this big one, this must be the Bright Axe. Mm. Mm. And you? Uh, you can call me Trebuchet. You throw shit. I throw shit in one manner of speaking to another. And he's a dwarf as well. Yes, yes. Rudgree steps in and just says, uh, Trebuchet here. And he looks at the guy like, Really? That's what I'm calling you? He says, Trebuchet here. He and his friends know their ways. They know their ways around a safe or a purse or other secure areas, if you know what I mean. So, what we're saying here is uh, you've been living rent-free in my place, utilizing it for your own, chasing out my customers. I haven't asked for any money, but what you will do is get us up to these secure levels, help us get in, get out. We'll call her even. <clears throat> 
Well, I don't think it's quite that easy, but we're on the right path. You got to remember, this was the assassin's place before it was yours. We're just taking back what's ours. But that being said, there are arrangements that can be made. My friend here was just uh, just discussing how he was going to get in and get a couple of items. And needed a few of my boys to do it. Looks like you've arrived just in time. Let me get the rest of my crew and we can plan it out. Fair enough. Little one, you all right over there? He's yeah, I'm, to... I'm fine. I'm just... Okay. I'm letting him do the talking. I, I, I tend to poke my nose where I shouldn't, so sorry. I'm You're just little... thinking we can always use more magic items, and I was kind of working the way you were, you know. Let's go in and divide up the spoils. So he brings you guys all into the room and he says, uh Trebuchet says, Look, I've got the intel we need, but I don't have the manpower. There's a vault. It's a former bank. It's been, uh, uh, oh shit. What's the word? Confiscated, I guess. Uh, by Toth's, uh, Toth's guard. I can get you a rough manifest list of what's in the vault, but it's a tough get. There might be a couple of things before all hell breaks loose that we can get to. I'll give you the information for the contents of one of the lockers. We tend to uh, manage to get the tough get. Well, this city is a shit show right now. So we've heard. Jorbuck, as we lovingly call him, and you would know he's referring to Jorbuck Flintfall, the... uh, the general, the kind of ruler of the city right now in wartime, he keeps tightening its grip. And he's, if you aren't dwarven and you aren't gnomish, you aren't this city anymore. Keeps pushing people to the lower levels down and down and down. Trying to protect his own. Not too worried about that. You're going to keep us out of sight and out of mind. I can do that. I can get you to the level you need to be on. I can't get you much further. Once you're up there, it's highly secured zone. All right. So let's let's plan it out. So he gives what we're you, here for right. Yep. He gives you a rough sketch. And a manifest, which I am texting to you all now. Um, I could talk you through any details you need. You just got to let me know. Let me know what you're after. I don't know about all the security. I know it's heavily, it's got heavy security. I'm not sure what all it does or where all it does, but I can give you a couple of general do's and don'ts. Armor, fishy smell. <laughs> this is for my man on the inside. It's not the manifest. Doesn't have the particulars on it, but uh, 
it'll give you an idea of what's in the different, uh, the different areas of the vault. And he goes on to explain that the vault is actually, think of it as, as kind of a bank vault, but it has a shitload of uh, safe deposit boxes. In this case, they're a combination of boxes and lockers. And they are all very full right now. The best he's got is what the manifests say. He is interested in box number 16. Um, What's box number 38 there? Box number 38 is what he believes might help you with the problem that you're looking for with Bright Axe. But all of these are going to have to be individually opened, which is just the time factor. So you're going to have to make a few choices. Or you're going to have to fucking fight your asses off. So he goes on to explain. Uh, Is there any way that I could make something that would speed up the opening of locks, a gadget that might do that, create something? Uh, You don't know. You'd have to get a look at the locks. Um, they are, they're dwarven in make, which means they are really fine, but they're also really strong. They probably, um, have different enchantments on them. Well, um, I was thinking if I could make something with ice that would kind of blow the lock, expand inside of it and blow up the lock. I mean, you could try, I don't know that in this instance, that would help a whole lot. Probably just make ice, um, make, you know, watery locks, but I mean, you can certainly try. Okay. Um, or an acid. I don't know. Yeah. What he goes on to tell you um, is that the outside, so the exterior has three entrances. There's two in the back, one in the front. The pillars that are out front have these, they're these gigantic kind of statues of dwarves. Um, It is rumored that they are enchanted, and he basically says, don't fuck with them. Um, He he thinks that if you start shit outside, that those are basically going to be golems that come, come to life. He does not know. Um, once you get inside, there are, you know, it's basically, it's a big open room. Um, it's got, uh, it's got teller windows all the way down that are, that have, um, like portcullis type dropping cages if something happens. Um, but there are, I think six chairs on each side, um, that would have people normally in them. Um, this is no longer a bank. So those are basically unmanned. There's a handful of tables in the middle that are kind of bank manager type office tables, you know, place you go to open an account, that kind of thing. Those are basically unmanned. Back behind that room, behind where the curb is, is kind of an unknown area. They're not really sure what's back there. Um, On the north side there, it's full of offices and whatnot. And on the south side is where that vault is. The vault is heavily reinforced. It's made of stone on the outside. Um, and it is rumored that magic will not work inside of it. It's rumored that it's the, the interior of the stone has like rebar, um, that, that basically has a mage cage in it. So I'll leave it up to you. If you want magic atoms in this city, this is where you're getting them. Does everybody have access to the map there that he texted us? I, I can't, I'll look for it. One second. Um, I, 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 I want to get the elephant statue. <laughs> sure. You can get whatever you want. I just, I mean, uh, I'd be worried. 
I'd be worried about those locks. I'd be worried about how many things you can reasonably go after at once. But you guys uh, do you. Can you do magic inside the, the vault, inside the bank itself? In the lobby, uh, it is certain spells will work. Um, they try to ward against things like charms and things like that. But we've had some success with some other types of spells. Uh, we don't know. We haven't really gotten past the lobby very much. Our guy on the inside says that the vault is definitely a no-go um, and that the entire, uh, the entire bank is surrounded with a, uh, a spell, uh, a ward of some type. I can't think of what it is, but it's, it basically it prevents, uh, prevents teleportation and, and that sort of thing to get through the walls. It's like a forbidden or a private sanctum or one of those type of spells. I'm not sure quite which one. Does that work both ways? We don't know. We haven't tried it. Because well, I'm wondering if we could go in there and hold them off long enough for us to open everything we want to open and then use the uh, use the scroll to teleport all of the stuff out of there if we're in the lobby. I don't know if I'd count on it, but it's certainly worth a try. That said, that lobby, it's going to be a spot that, uh, you know, that's where the first line of defense comes in, and the second, and the third. You know, is there levels... any? Um, is there any of this stuff that I'd be looking at that would hint at what well, that might be something that would help me with finding stuff for bright axe, like that would help me pick stuff that might be good for bright axe, or no? Make an intelligence roll. First roll of the night. Yeah. Well. Well. Let me see. Ooh, another staff with 13. feathers there, Autumn. Yeah. What'd you get, Chris? 13. 13. I mean, you don't spot anything that jumps out of you. You are interested in this circlet with the stone or the rock that's with it. Um, it just, it, it piques your curiosity for whatever reason. Um, the things that really jump at you, I mean, the bag of dust jumps at you simply because what the hell would bag somebody hide a bag of dust in a vault for? Right. Um, you know, the rings, the gauntlets, the shields, things like that, you think are probably pretty typical. Um, right. You don't get anything that really kind of jumps at you. You do wonder about number 11, the bolts, because you're like, again, crossbow bolts. Or um, bolt bolts, man, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about... The, um, the potions, you can probably reasonably assume to be the red ones anyway. You can reasonably healing. assume to be healing potions. Yeah. Um, again, this is pretty general, so it doesn't give you an idea of, you know, greater, lesser, that kind of thing, but. Well, the bag makes me think it could be a bag of holding, but. There's a couple yeah. of bags there. 24 Yeah, there's a well. few different things. Um, Folks aren't doing, you know, the, there's, I gotta be honest, guys, uh, this, uh, this carpet thing looks kind of interesting to me. I mean, it can't just be a normal carpet, right? Nothing in there is normal. And. How do you fit a carpet in one of these small little like storage areas? Well, <clears throat> as as he went on to say, some of these are it's it's a bunch of like stacked boxes that are relatively large, and then with like a locker next to them. So like some of these, like you see a staff that would be in a locker, as opposed to you know some of the smaller stuff might be in one of these drawers. You got a folded and, something in twenty eight. And Brad, X, I think that elephant statue is kind of cool too. I mean, right? It's got my interest. It's got yeah. my interest. 
we could put it right out in front of our uh, our little house uh, there. Like and, adorn it? And, oh, yeah. It'd be great. What if we just kicked in the back door over there? Right down near the vault in the private viewing. Well, you could certainly try. It's an exterior door, but it's uh, those things aren't, you know, it's it's a bank. It's leading to the vault. It's it's going to be pretty tough. That's what he's for. I, look, it's your plan. I'm just, like I say, I want the diamonds or the jewels. Those are our ticket to uh, ticket to a better life. The rest of this stuff is pretty. I mean, there's it's fairly common magic type stuff. It's just these damn patrols go by and usually have a mage with them who's just on the lookout, kind of constantly looking for those magic items. You get spotted, they're taking you down and they're taking your items. They confiscate everything. I miss this. Did anybody say anything about entering from below? As a kobold, that'd be my first thought. Is there sewage below? Not that we're aware of, but my man on the inside didn't. Uh, we don't know. That's the short hey, okay, answers. We don't know. Let's, let's cut to the chase here. Do, uh, do you guys uh, have kobolds taking care of these sewers, or is it who runs this stuff? Uh, typically gnomes, although there are a handful of kobolds in the city. They mostly work on the lightning rails, though. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering, like, shit's got to go somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, to that end, there are bathrooms in there. That might be that might be a way in, but it's not. I can't imagine that your your big bully man here is going to be able to make it that way. Hey, we might be able yeah. to figure out a way to get him wouldn't, in there. Wouldn't work well for me to go through pipes. Well, if you, yeah, you you have something that'll make you very small. Do we still have a potion? Yes, yeah, the ring. Ring. Don't you have a ring of diminutivity or something? No, I have a, a I have a potion of diminution that uh, will shrink me down a little bit for a little while, but it's not. I mean, it doesn't make me tiny. And who are you sending with us to get your diamonds? Oh no, this is a strictly pay-only job. I don't have the manpower in this city. And I should warn you, there's a reason for that. And he kind of pulls his his arm up and puts it on the table, and it's a stump. His right hand is missing. Nice. I've been caught once. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah, that looks pretty nasty, man. Uh, it's pretty wicked. All right, so we need a way to get in there. We need to avoid the patrols. We had a couple ideas. We could we could somehow distract the trolls with or the, the trolls the patrols with like a commotion and get them away from thinking about it. But if they got a magic user, he might see through the plan the entire time. We could try to come on from underneath, but then we got bright axe. I still we say could, one of the back doors looks good. Maybe the offices that they said aren't being used. Well, we do have a guy that flies. So, I mean, we could come in from the top, right? 
he doesn't even have to fly. What if he turned himself into a small animal, got underneath the door, and then opened the back door for us? Or he went up through the sewers, came in, and opened the back door. Whatever. Yeah, any of that would work. I'd prefer avoiding the sewers. Gosh, it just must be being a kobold. I just have this urge to go below. It's crazy. I don't mind going below. I just don't need to be in crap. Well, I can get you to the level. That's as far as I can get you. Well, let's get going. Do you want the job or not? Yeah, we want the job. All right. Are you kidding me, loot? <laughs> let's make it so then. So they take you, or he takes you rather, uh, the the one-armed guy. He turns around and kind of slips into a cloak, uh, puts his hands through the sleeves, or well, his hand through the sleeve and his stump through the sleeve, uh, kind of struggles with a couple of clasps on it. And you look down and realize his boots are filthy dirty. And as you give him a once over, once he's pulled this cloak on and kind of messed with his hair a little bit, um, he looks like a homeless guy. Like this cloak completely covers up um, and, and just does a really good job of being like a general disguise on this guy. And he says, all right, uh, it's time to go. Well, wait, Chappie, as we run this, are we doing a straight up like now we're going to go rob it? Because my thought is that if we can take a day and come up with a plan and do some scouting, like wouldn't that be an advantage to our interest? This is out of game, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll get you to the level. And then once you're up there, you can do whatever you want. Uh, Chris, okay. This, his this fear is, is our group you're talking about. Yeah, well, and that's kind of his fear is that you guys, if you stay down here, if you leave this building, you know, it on the pack levels, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Right. Well, this is this is a this is a running. I know, gun. but I'm just saying we're just going to walk in and rob it without any thought. Wow, I, I love role playing like this, guys. This is so cool. <laughs> I mean, he could get you to the level, and you can do some recon. That's fine. It just you know. Whatever he's the guy wants. He's got an inside guy. Yep, it doesn't. It, it doesn't sound like we can. We're I, know, I just. Stick I, out. I just sometimes. I just think some of the fun in the game is also us strategizing. But if we want to go balls to the wall in there, that's cool. Let's fireball the hell out of it. I'm ready. Meep, you have to realize that many times we create plans. And we take hours to create plans. When it comes down to it, it's blow crap up. Okay, I got you. Let's go. Just just to give some credence to Meep's side of this, though. It's a bank fault that's been there a while. I mean, it's it's going to be properly uh, properly defended. Sorry, did you guys come out? Was it? Is everybody involved now? Everybody's involved, and the plan is get them, Ray. So we're going into a bank vault, and we're just going to run right in. Yeah, we're just going to run in. I'm ready. A bank vault that's been there for years. 
Well, I suppose it's I'll sit outside then, and I'll uh, I'll run interference or something. Yeah. Well, nobody else was offering up a plan, so if you want to offer up a plan, offer it up. Otherwise, shut the fuck up and load your fireballs. I'm just saying that, like, no offense, guys, but this is what we do every time. And so far, how many times have we really been successful? Let me think. We robbed the train. Great. That was, like, one of our most successful adventures, right? And guess what we did with that one? Yeah, we had to plan that one out. (laughs) So if you want to go balls to the wall, that's fine, you know? I'm good at hiding and dodging and evading. Whatever you guys want to do. Nobody's been saying anything, so if you're saying it, go ahead and say it. No one was saying anything because it was you and the guy in the room. No, because you've if you guys pay attention for the past 20 minutes, we said, go get the crew, and Jeff specifically said, you guys all come in, and he shows you the map and gives you all oh, the okay. shit. My bad. So everybody's been there, all right. and well, I'm the only one that's been talking. So. You're not no. the only one talking. Well, Pete Pete was talking. We, have, we have options. I know the sewer may not be the best choice, but let's at least check it out. If we get in a bind and we got to get out of there or get rid of stuff, we drop it down the toilet and we go pick it up later. We can come in through the back door. That's Maybe. awesome. Yeah. We can come in from Give the top. Give us ideas, Meep. Because you want we, plans, but as Croker was saying, nobody, saying, nobody said anything until now. So give us an idea of what you want to try and do. And it's not true that we don't come up with plans because we spend hours coming up with plans and then we try and do them and they don't always work out the way we want. So I'm all Fair for enough. plans because I don't want to go in there guns blazing into a place that we know nothing about except what was provided to us by someone we do not really know anything about. And I would well, much rather have a plan. About getting our stuff and going there to do the job. I say we go and we scout out and find out what's going on. What do these patrols look like? When do they come by? How often are they there? Is there ever a time where there's switching patrols that we might be able to go in at that point? And who know. knows? Maybe we don't even have to fight anything. I love the sound of that. You know, wait, that's wait. Uh, what, what? when you don't, steal stuff, you don't, don't always have, have to, to kill people. Right. It's <laughs> not I, I, always. I know. That's what the problem with having a minotaur in the group. I don't understand what you're saying, Crom Thud. You've been working for very, for like months. You've been working on trying to do a better job. And well, so that's yes, what we're trying to say. I still don't understand. Not fighting anything? Yes. It wouldn't it be amazing to just walk in, so grab trebuchet, the item, and leave? <laughs> trebuchet is sitting across the room, and his eyes, as you guys are having this conversation, just keep getting bigger and bigger, like, oh, shit, what have I invited these guys to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, he should. his eyes should have gotten bigger at the beginning when we said we were just going to blow the shit up. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> All right. So I think the the thing I can hear you agreeing on is that you're heading to that level at any rate. So he pulls you out the back door to this place, um, takes you through. Well, no, through no, a no, 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 no. Okay. I do not need to get caught on the upper levels. That's what I guess. I don't know if anybody's paying attention. If yeah. we're caught on the upper levels and we're not a dwarf or a gnome, we are fucked. So if you guys want to go up and scout it, 
then send people up who are dwarves and gnomes to scout it. I don't have a safe place to hide up there. I don't know that location. We don't have a safe house. I, I so why would my... we go up there and spend 24 plus hours sitting in an alley or some attic somewhere that we don't know uh, that we can't scout out monitoring this place before we rob it? If we're going to send a scouting party, be smart about it and send a scouting party. The rest of us who stand out like a th sore thumb can stay behind and increase our chances of succeeding and not getting caught. I think it's a great idea, Cloaker, and, and nobody cares what animals do, right? Ch uh, Chappie, I'm going to use my thingy of disguise to make myself look like a dwarf. Ooh. But how long, I know how long does that gonna, last? It's going to be like a seven foot tall dwarf. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that thing. You're a Goliath dwarf. And I do believe that only lasts for about an hour each use, right? You, you midgets. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be like... Look, guys, uh, I got this. I yeah. got this. You're going to look like Peter Dinklage in Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, uh, why don't we... Uh, awesome. You can change into a lot of stuff. You could be a bird and fly and scout. Yeah, I can jump. I can do all kinds of recon, but, you know, Croker's got a point about, you know, gnomes and dwarves. So, I mean, my, between myself and a couple gnomes and dwarves, we, we could probably do a little scouting about and see what we can find. Yeah. Are you saying me because I am a gnome? Uh, That's what it sounds like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't have any other gnomes around. Because we don't have any dwarves, so yes. I, I, what? I don't count? I, I, I look like a dwarf now. Not a dwarf dwarf. You look like a <laughs> monster dwarf. dwarf. All right, so, yes. so I can Dang do it. disguise self, and I, I, I can disguise myself. I think Pronto, you can too, right? Pronto doesn't need to, does he? No, because they have these. My kind live here, or are okay. servants okay. here and stuff, such. So I could disguise myself. You remember that crazy old kook of a? Was he a gnome or a dwarf who was chasing after us for those stupid books? Who's a dwarf? Oh, it's a wet hat, red hat. Yeah, I could look like him. He seems somewhat respectable, and often you could you could fly in, right? All kinds of things. I can fly, I can crawl, whatever we need. I honestly think you could be our best spy ever, man. Okay. So are the three of you going? So out of character for a second, guys. Let's talk as a group, if it's all right. So, what are your thoughts? As a group, if I've learned anything from playing Assassin's Creed, when we need to steal something, it's better to go in under. We don't have to go guns blazing if we're just trying to get something and steal stuff. Which well, it's yes, cool, I know for if me something goes wrong, say, we do have the guns, which is nice. True. Is there so, a way for us to potentially all go to a relatively safe location to where we are close at hand so that when our raiding party has challenges, the rest of us can join? Okay, or... so when we do, that's great. So when we do espionage right now, when we do re reconnaissance, 
then one of the things we look for is a place where you and Rothar can hang out in case something goes, and Croker, in case something goes wrong and come in guns blazing. Is that right? Well, I'm just wondering if no, instead that's a good of idea. a separate trip, a great idea. I'm wondering if the, if there's if our guide here knows a place that we can hide out so we don't have to take a separate trip in the event that we go up there and it's like, oh, crap, it's go time. Then you guys are going to be on your own. Yeah. And we might. I don't think we should split up the team and go in separately. If we're all going to go in, we should all go in. Right. But I'm, I'm just saying if, if there's going to be some reconnaissance done, it would be good for those of us who can't pass. If, if there's a way for us to be close to hand rather than multiple levels away. Yeah. It wouldn't be a bad thing in the event that shit goes sideways. Yeah. So you're really saying keep the group together. Let's get up closer. So we can yeah. do reconnaissance to look for a place that's closer to hang out and then do further recon reconnaissance once you guys are closer to be nearby. Right? Something along those lines, yes. Okay. Can our, can our uh, source, I mean, can they help us with any kind of that's what I was safe spot? I mean, possibly. it sounds like he's unwilling to do that. It sounds like he's just what, you know, what DM has said is he said, look, this is for hire. That's all the help I'm giving you. Well, he did also well, say he could get you to that level. The implication being that he can get you he can get you up there and keep you somewhere dark, but it may not be ideal. Right. If we could get there and have at least cover for those of us who aren't going to reconnaissance, um, then we could at least be on the same level and close. All right. So I got an idea after talking. Let's, let's find a place that's closer if we can. That's a great idea. But when we go to ex actually explore the place, Kronta can disguise himself in public, so he's fine. So he can actually go check for patrols in the area around the building to get a feel for if there might be anything that we information that might help us in that area. Otham can actually check all the entrances and just see if there's any way to get into the building from the top or from the back, like Croker suggested, right? And I'm going to check the sewers in the lower level, see if there's a way to get in that way, just to see if even getting in there, I mean, I can unbolt a, a toilet, move that, or try to make a bigger hole in case we need some way of getting out besides running out the back door. I mean, worst case scenario, if we get in there and then they come and catch us there and we could somehow escape through the sewers, even if it's ugly escape, it might be a back a backup point. <coughs> Okay. Have the have the teleportation circle prepped in the sewer? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly it. That's a great idea. That, yeah, that's a good idea. Jump down the hole and poof, we're gone. All right. Well, how long is it going to take for us to get up there? Uh, from the level that you're on right now. Now, probably six hours. Dang. Well, you're not exactly taking the fastest uh, fastest route. We can leave whenever you're ready. All the more reason to have us close. <clears throat> yeah. So are they going to let you look like a, looking like a beggar? Are they going to let you up there? 
Well, that's why I'm wearing the nice clothes underneath. You don't have to worry about me. Okay, cool. Do they have people of my kind up there that far? I know I've seen them down here walking freely, but do they work up there in some kind of capacity? Of your kind specifically, no, but they have gnomes up there. Light-colored gnomes. Correct. Well, I can change myself to look like one when we get close. Then you should be good to go. Hey, Alex, if we both go up looking like gnomes, like, I was saying, if, if we go up there looking like gnomes, like, what's our backstory going to be in case we get stopped? Uh, I would say that we are uh, working for someone and making a delivery. Uh, carriers, good deal. Carriers. Hello. So, <clears throat> all right. Well, Here we go. I say we are good to go. All right. So, everybody, make um, just a general stealth roll for me. Fourteen. Twenty-five. Red X. Fourteen. Uh, Crown Thud? Uh, 18. And Meep? 18. And Awesome? 25. Ooh, nice. Okay. Dang. You just literally saved everybody's ass. Good job. Thanks for saving the bacon, man. <laughs> All right. So he leads you through. It's very similar to the... Uh, the back tunnels that you guys have been through before. So he leads you kind of at one point you're, you're walking through the rail system for the, for the lightning rails, go into some of the maintenance rooms, uh, climb a couple of ladders, uh, move. It's, it's kind of a weird route. Like it's, you know, you go up a level, you travel 300 yards, you go back down to the other level, travel another 200 yards, go back up two levels. Like it's a weird circuit, but you finally get to what he calls the Colossal Forge. And you realize, or the Colossal Forge level, and you realize this is the same level that when Bright X was about to be executed, this is the same level that you guys were in when that Dream Wraith first hit Meep. Um, and well, it hit a couple of you, um, but you didn't really realize what it was at the time. Like you've been to this level before. Uh, Meep, you would also recognize it as the level that when they yo-yoed you down through the well in that tavern and they, they took you down the rope and you kind of came out and did the Mission Impossible thing above right. that giant molten furnace. That's yeah. what you, you were above this level. You were kind of hanging through the ceiling of this level. Okay. So you, you kind of got a brief bird's eye view of it. Okay. You are, that being said, you're in a portion of level that's less industrial and more like um, rich people residential and rich people services, which would explain the presence of the bank, and there's probably you know, some financial institutions and things like that. Um, he leads you uh, through um, kind of a couple of storage areas out behind some places and has some really big wooden crates and basically says, those of you who are staying, get in. And a crate is probably big enough, like one will hold Bright Axe and one will hold Rolthor and Croker. He says, the good news is I can put these on the back of a wagon and we can have you guys, if we're careful about it, we can get you close uh, for when those three go in. You'll be 
down the block or so. Can't get much closer than that. The bad news is you're not going to be able to see much. Boy, Chris having a kid on his lap is really cramping my swearing game. <laughs> are we good? All right, we are good. All right. So Brightax crawls into his crate, pulls out his wheel of cheese, and decides to just, you know, spend an afternoon doing what he does, stinking and drinking. Uh, Rolthor and Croker, you guys are getting in. Do you want to have any conversation while you're in there? Or you want me to just jump to the recon? I'm seeing shaking. I have heads. nothing to say, buddy. Yeah, uh, be ready to blast everybody. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, Meep and Kranthud and Otham. First of all, Otham, what are you? Uh, what are you shape changing into to approach this place? You are muted. That's what I was just trying to figure out was what kind of critter. I, I suppose uh, I suppose a hawk, so I can get a good view overhead, um, and, and I can get a good view in the back. And if I need but, to change something else, I I mean I have multiple changes I can do. Roll a uh, roll roll an insight check for me. Hey, I was going to say, what would be a common bird in this area? Would it be birds? Roll a insight check with advantage for me, since Meep is helping you. So I just got a natural 20. Natural 20. Okay. So there are birds down here, but it's it's not many. It's more like sparrows and, and things like that. Um, you do notice a decent number, although fewer now that the siege is in place. Um, there are you know, stray dogs here and there, but they are rapidly becoming food sources. Um, I, I, I can do a sparrow. I mean, a sparrow can buzz around and, and I mean, they're everywhere. Sure. So that, that's a, it's a common enough bird, and I, I it'll, it won't be out of the ordinary. Okay. All right. So you poof, do your magic whammy into a sparrow. Um, and what approach are you guys taking? Are you and Kraut? That I assume you're doing some sort of disguise to yourself as well. Yes, I'm going to do disguise self. I will change into me, but as a regular gnome without the armor and all that. Okay. And Chris, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to change myself into a common looking gnome, maybe for that area. Uh, if I would get some images, I'm sure while we're traveling, what that might look like. Yeah, sure. That's um, fair enough. And um, I'm going to have a scroll already prepared with a seal on it that we would be delivering. Okay. What kind of seal are you putting on it? Some type of wax seal. Well, no, I know wax, but what side of, of insignia are you putting on it? Um, gosh. Hold I on. will make up one on the spot. No, no. Hold on. I have, let's see. Let's use the uh, Lon Lillian crest that's on this royal coin that I have. Okay, okay. gotcha. That way nobody will recognize it. Okay, fair enough. And I'm going to look like an older gnome. Okay. And are you approaching the front or the back of the building? Um, well, I was thinking Kronthud and I would kind of want to make a round around the building because I want to see if there's a sewer entrance of some sort. Okay. All right. So you guys take a long lap and you can't exactly go around the building. It would look really obvious that you were casing the place, but right. you walk 
you know, you take, you take kind of a longish walk that takes you, you know, out a block this way and up a block and in, um, make, uh, both of you make an, uh, investigation check. Okay. One thing I may see if I can, uh, I thought I had a feature or a trait that might help me with this. So one second. Do I need to make an investigation check? Oh yeah, of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to use flash of genius to give, um, Thud, a plus five for his investigation check. Okay. Nice. Wow. So, Kronthud, <laughs> what does that give you? Well, it was a 13. Now, it is an 18. All right. And Awesome, what do you have? I got 27. Okay. Awesome got a five. Yeah, I was just looking to see if I had anything that <laughs> allowed me to re-roll or anything. On a failed, uh, that's Sorry. horrible. Yeah, I yeah, got a five. Okay, all right, that's okay. So you go flying up um, into. So again, this is kind of a building that's inside of a pretty massive cavern, right? And so you go flying up, and some sort of bird of prey or something starts chasing you around, and you're like, "Shit!" And you're really not able to focus very much as you're trying to evade this thing. Um, it's a mating call, Autumn. Right, Crontud. Uh, <laughs> You, along the back side of the building, you notice the two doors. Um, they are heavily reinforced doors, uh, and they look like there is some sort of gadget or something that is that is actually barring them, right? So it, it looks like some kind of automatic kind of something that goes clank on them, um, and you don't know how often those can be opened. Uh, you also notice the outside of this place is very clearly, it's, it's all stone, right? The facade is stone. It's all the way around. Um, there are areas, because it is an older building, that have crumbled a little bit, and you can see bits of rebar in the stone, right? Um, you would assume that's either, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's either part of the mage cage or some sort of mage cage, or it's some sort of reinforcement, or it prevents, like, stone shape or whatever from, you know, just making holes in the wall. Like, it, it serves a variety of purposes, you kind of intuit. Um Meep, you are absolutely taken with these sculptures of these dwarves. They're kind of holding up um, the building, you know? So it looks like these gigantic things, kind of like what Brightax actually disguised himself as, or was acting like he was disguising himself as, is these really oversized things, but obviously of dwarven proportions, um, that are holding up what look like globes, and then on top of the globes are kind of the overhang of the building. Um, you think they look really cool. You also think they look way too realistic to not wake up and start stomping on things if um, if certain conditions are met. You also, because you rolled so stinking high, um, you notice there are, and you only see these on the front door because the back doors were not open, um, but you catch a glimpse of as one one dwarf who is dressed as kind of a mage walks through and kind of does a little hand motion, and you see the outline of a rune on the floor just kind of fizzle and come back for a second. There's also... Rune on the floor of what? The main entryway. As you, wa as okay. you walk across the threshold, there's a rune there on the floor okay. that that you can't see in normal light, but because the mage, he refreshed her, he did something to it as he was walking by. Um, it kind of fizzled and went away. Um, but you're, you're fairly certain that it's, there's some sort of rune on that floor. Um, there are two guards outside that look really intimidating, um, but they also look really young. So they may not, 
they may be intended to look intimidating, but perhaps not be as well trained as they could be. Alex, what was the name of that Earl that we we have the the school for? The Earl? Was he an Earl? You said Seal of Long Lillian. No, Long Lillian. It was the uh, Elvish. It was the ancient Elvish people. God, you got that back when you first met, um, what's his face, right? When you first met Adem Garlock? Yeah. You've had that forever. I have. (laughs) Okay. Around the same time as you got your coin. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Is there a way that I say we go up and talk to the guards? I I got an idea. Let's go up and talk to the guards. I'm going to act like an old fart who doesn't know what's going on. And then you come and kind of save me from myself. And maybe right. we can get an idea of what these guys are like, you know, if they're too heady or not. All right. Well, you go up and make it look like you're confused and don't know where you're going. And then after a few moments, I will show up and say, oh, no, I found the place. And we'll get to I'll get you out of there. OK. OK. I'm going to walk up to the guards. OK. They kind of take a couple of steps forward towards you. They are heavily armored and they're bearing. um they each have kind of a, a halberd in their hand, and they each have axes, uh, smaller kind of battle-type axes um, in their belt, and then one has a big great axe on his back. Like, they are armed to the teeth. Gotcha. But again, they appear to be very young, at least for uh, dwarven standards, they appear to be very young. I'm going to fly down and land on one of their armor. He just shoes you off. You should be nicer to birds like that. You never know what they might drop on you, sonny boy. Hi. Damn birds be dropping stuff on us all the time, and none of it's good. Yeah, well, what type of birds are you going to get in a place like this? I'm sorry, what? Do you know how hard it is to keep this armor polished? How hard it is to keep the armor published? He kind of looks at the other guy. Uh, Make a performance check. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. A natural 20. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Freaking awesome. All right. All right. Move along, old man. Well, wait, wait, I got a question. Why do you think I was coming up to two big, broad, strong men like you? I mean, look at me. I, I need some help here. And they kind of look like, at each other and they're like, me. How can we help you? Okay, so I'm looking for this Earl of Shrewsbury. They give you the blankest look. Come on, guys. You're young. You're smart. You're supposed to be helping me out. I'm an old man. You're in the wrong place for information. Keep moving, old man. But you guys are here all day. You got to know where this guy is. I... Listen, I can't spend much longer. I need to sit down and take a break. My feet are killing me. Isn't this a place right here? Isn't it right around here? The one who's been talking to you is getting really frustrated. The other one kind of grabs your wrist and leads ow, you by ow. the elbow. No, I'm gently. Abuse. I'm being abused. Oh, it's all right, <laughs> grandfather. It's all right. Here, here, here. And he starts walking you toward a bench that you can see is like 150 yards away. Okay. Like across the street, down the down the cobblestone path, he's he's leading you away from the bank, but he's doing so kindly. He is leaving okay. his post. Are the doors open? Is it, is it time to go? 
<laughs> is, is the door to the uh, is the door to the bank open? Are they standing in front of open doors? No, they are closed doors. Okay. Listen, ow, ow, okay, okay. Um, I'm sorry. Oddly though, I'm sorry. oddly though, Young you man. do you do take in the detail. They are wooden doors, and as you remember from last time, wood is really rare down here. They're they're flexing. They're showing off wealth by having wood down here. Okay. Phrasing. What's what's your name? Uh, my name is Eldrick McMichael. Eldrick McMichael. Well, I'm sorry, I came across the wrong way. I get a little uh, irritable when I when I've been out this long walking around trying to find this place. Thank you so much for taking time to like at least get me to a bench. But can you just tell me like how do I find this guy? I mean. I've, I've been walking around in circles trying to find it. I can't seem to locate it. Is there somebody who would know something about this area? Grandfather, grandfather, no. There's, there's anybody who knows anything is up on the wall. You know that. With the city under siege, I'm surprised you haven't been called into action. Yeah, Please well, have a seat. Have a seat. They tried that. Do these arms look like they can even hold a sword well? I, I'll, I'll start. I'll come up. I'll walk up at this point. Okay, so you walk up, okay, and this guy uh, this has gotten. Old. I'm going to try. Does he have any keys on him? You make an investigation check. Oh, man, I'm going to do flash. Uh, no, I'm just going to. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, he does. I'm it's not obvious what him. they go to. Okay. I'm going to take them. Okay. Make a dexterity check. I'm going to get myself flashing. And I'll tell you what. And I'm trying to distract him. I was going to say, so as, since Alex is walking up and and this guy is, he's like looking around, he finds his his skin of water. He was going to offer it to you. Um, And Kron thought you walk up and. Oh, hail there. Yes, you found, you found him. Thank you. Thank you. My, my cohort here. He got lost. We were looking for the place we're supposed to be delivering this scroll. And uh, yes, I, I thank you very much for finding him. I'll take him from here. No, no problem. Hey, do you, uh, I offer him a coin, a gold coin. He happily accepts it. <laughs> here, as a tip. I appreciate it so much. Uh, I thought I'd lost him. You know. Thank okay, you. so. Thank you. Do I get to roll advantage with that? You do. Okay, 26. 26. All right. So you managed to lift as, uh, as he's, uh, you know, as, as Kronthud is thanking him and putting the key in his hand and stuff like that, you just kind of, Oh, and t- kind of take a stutter, stutter step forward. Um, and you managed to lift, he's got a ring with two keys on it. Okay. They appear to be some sort of brass or something. Okay. Well, thank you. So you, yeah, I, I've, I can take it from here. Thank you very much. All right. All right. And hey, he kind of turns around. And... Oh. Oh. I grab right. him by the shoulder and say, come and... on, old man. We, <laughs> we have a delivery to make. He, he walks back and resumes his post. Hey, hey, contact. Yes. I, was, I, I got some keys. Oh, very good. I, I don't right. know what they open. But this is the first time I've ever been able to pickpocket something. This is really cool. 
Well, I am very happy <laughs> for you. Level 13, and he finally I'm, picks a pocket. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. Uh, what an accomplishment. So we should probably head back to the guys and give them the, uh, yeah. the information. Did we find out I anything we about all give, the uh, sewers? We should all give Meep a glove clap, because that would be like Rolthor waiting until now to throw a fireball. I mean, that was pretty, <laughs> that was well done. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm done tonight. Leave him wanting more. All right. I'm sorry, Alex. What were you saying? I'm being a jackass. What were you saying? Did, <laughs> did we do any kind of reconnaissance on the uh, sewers in this area? Is there what do they look like? Are there can we get into one somehow? You didn't see any type of like grates or any entrance in or any of that kind of stuff. Um you did on your way up. Um, when you guys were kind of walking through the different maintenance tunnels and stuff like that, um, you notice things that would have potentially led to that type of thing. Like, it's almost like there's a level and then there's like a maintenance level that's dingy that a lot of the criminal element uses to get around. And then there's another level. It's almost like there's a level between levels and that's where a lot of the sewage and ventilation and moving of, you know, whatever kind of takes place. Um, you're, you're guessing that if there's an entrance or if there's a way through, that would probably be the, the safe bet. Okay. So nothing specific, but you have an idea. Gotcha. Well, do we want to check that out really quick? Uh, Meep. Meep. And is, I'm talking is to the, you. I know you're excited, but. Is, is oh, the yeah, source... sorry. Sorry. I was, I was studying these keys and just seeing if they seemed like they were like well-made or if they were just like keys to his apartment or wherever he lives. You know what I mean? Sorry. What were you saying? <coughs> Check out the sewers. Yeah, that's a good idea. And we awesome. uh, probably need to find our bird friend. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, I was, I, I was going to ask, is the source of my uh, um, unable to fly, or fly about, has it left or... Am I, I don't know. Another... Roll another investigation check. Okay. <laughs> That's a little better. It's a 13. 13. Okay. I mean, you see on the roof of the bank, you do see two guards walking around up there, um, but they are really, I mean, it would be like Aaron or Aiden being up there on guard duty. Like they're really kicking rocks and looking around and not being super, uh, 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 vigilant, vigilant. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was. So there's, there's, there's no pattern to it. They're just kind of up there to basically, Hey, if somebody tries to come in this way, sound the alarm, but otherwise yeah. like you said, they're, they're kind of kicking rocks cause there ain't much going on. Okay. Right. But they do, again, they do look intimidating. They are heavily armed and armored. They're just really young for dwarves and they're acting kind of like, you know, dwarven teenagers. Got it. No other, uh, back the back of the building. There's no back door. There's no, there were two back doors, but they were heavily reinforced made of metal. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Huge ones. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to check out kind of the sub-level? You're going to try and check out the sub-level? Yeah, real quick. Okay. Just, just get a look for it. Okay. So and you I'll, guys... I'll flip down. I'm, I'm on Cronthud's shoulder. Okay. 
so you guys, I mean, you knew kind of where one of the entrances were, so it's easy enough. You, you managed to make it down there. You get, well, make an intelligence check for me. Uh, just Chris and Crown Thud. Just Meep and Crown Thud. Because oh, Birdie Boy can't talk or think. Did not get a good score for that. Okay. Uh, Meep. 16. <laughs> 16. You get roughly where you think you where you think the bank is. Um, you do again, you've got some crumbling going on from the building. You can see there's definite reinforcements there. It's also on very heavy footers. Um, as you get down there, like they become pieces of the wall basically, but it's, it's heavy stuff. I'd like to follow my nose to the shitter. Okay. All right. Um, you get roughly to where you think it should be. You do see a series of pipes, um, I mean, it's not exactly, you know, it's not exactly modern technology. So it's, it's, they're pretty drippy and they're pretty gross. You figure if you removed one of these, maybe Meep and Kranta can make it up there. It's going to be tough for any of the bigger guys to make it up through there. All right. Does there look like there'd be any way to break or drop that area? Kind of with the idea of making a teleportation circle below it. Say like, that again. I, drop drop acid, what area? Could I take acid around the toilet area or where I think that pipe or toilet area is and literally, if needed to be, weaken that area so that we could possibly bust through to get out of here? Because um, I've got, I think I have some acid. Yeah, I mean, acid is not immediate, right? So it would take a long no. time. But, okay. um, I mean, you're especially from the underside, you can see just construction-wise, with some effort, you guys could probably just take it apart. Okay. The trouble you're so going to have is once you remove this thing, like it goes from somebody who's looking, you know, if someone were to use it, they go from looking down into like a pit thing that funnels into just like a pit toilet and going, wait a minute. I mean, it would be obvious right. if somebody right. went in there to use it's it. A, I just want to know if we could make it so that escape-wise, if we needed to, we could use it. Like, Theoretically, I yeah. Think, could I even work at night, set it up with a pin or a lever where if we needed to pull it, drop it, I don't know. That may be too much. That may be too much. That's That that kind of thing would require quite a bit of time. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Okay. So are you going to regroup with the others or are you going to yep. try and go in? Let's regroup. Oh, okay. Because it's daytime right now, right? It's very late afternoon at this point. Yeah, my spell's probably wearing off for the sky self, so. Okay. Um, as you guys walk back by the front of the building, you notice the guards have changed. Um, these also look relatively, one slightly older, but we're talking, you know, in human terms, you're talking somebody who's roughly 20 years old with somebody who's roughly 14. Years old as opposed to two 16 year olds who were there before. Um, so they're still on the young side, though. Okay. Okay. You guys make it back to the crates. What do you want to do? You are still, you're kind of in a holding area for a, uh, a warehouse. It's the sign on the warehouse um, says, you know, Magic, Magic Mervin's Antiquities or something like that. Um, and you can tell it's probably in. 
non-wartime footing, it's probably a place where rich people buy furniture and shit like that, which explains the really large crates and things. Um, you are in, you know, where, where you guys are being held is not in the warehouse. It's in kind of a, a fenced or gated area outside the warehouse. Um, and there's just a smattering of crates. There's the two that you guys are in and probably half a dozen to a dozen more, but it's not like the hundreds that this place could obviously take. Well, well I'll share everything. I mean, I'm sure Panta and I will share everything with the guys so they're up to date. Yes. Okay. So, what do you guys think so far? What What time is it when we get back to them? It's full on night. It's probably nine o'clock. When we When we left, what time was it? When we saw the changing of the guard. You, you saw the change of the guard. Somewhere like the six o'clock, seven o'clock ish hour. And they saw people guarding it. Okay. Yeah. Did we ever actually see anybody come in or out of it? You did not. Hmm. It's closed as a bank, right? It's being used as a repository for the military right now. Right, but nobody but we didn't see any soldiers around really, other than the two just, guards. Just the changing of the guard. Right. Okay. Hmm. Uh, roll each of you. Roll all three of you. Roll um, a perception check with disadvantage. Disadvantage. What's your each gonna roll? Oh, that's actually not bad. Uh... <laughs> so three. Three. is that is that me? Yes. I got yeah, a. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. I, I was gonna ask. Did I understand correctly that it took them a couple hours to get back to where we were? They were a while. Yeah, you're super bored. It, it wasn't this? just their wandering around. It was a long trip to get back, or was it just from the wandering around? Oh, they did a bunch of wandering. They did a okay. long recon because they had gone okay. into the sub level. It was yeah, it was a long recon. Okay, just checking. I wanted um, to make sure I was not. So how many hours? Because my disguise self only lasts for one hour. So would you say I'd use two or three of those? You had to use at least three of those. Yeah. Okay. That was perception. You said. Yes. Yeah. At disadvantage. I got a nineteen. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Kranta, you did notice that the um, all of the guards, except the one you lifted it from, um, had keys that looked it looked like they were issued to them. It looked like part of their uniform, the keys that they had. Um, and when they went in, they the first of those keys they used to unlock the big wooden door. So we had keys at the front door. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, supposedly. So, gentlemen, we tell you everything. We tell you we have keys for the front door. And as far as we know, there are people guarding the front door. So it might just be two people that we have to knock out. Brightax, do you choose what your body is wearing? When you uh, put the that thing on your horn, the horn on, I believe so. Are Are you thinking that we might be able to knock those guys out and replace them with decoys? Yes, I, I love bet. that idea. Does anyone else have any kind of disguise ability? I suppose we could we could have uh, someone. Just dress. Uh, the the guards, Chappie, the, the guards 
were they all dwarfs or are they humans? Dwarves? They were all dwarves. All dwarves. Okay. Yes. And the thing you have to remember if you're looking at this is I'm sure Brad X will let you know is that that thingy of disguise. Right. He gets to disguise himself, but he can't change his size. Right. Right. That's what we just figured out. So they're all dwarves. So forget it. Uh, hmm. Are they wearing full, uh, okay, wait, 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 full wait, wait, helmets? I got an idea. I got an idea. One second here. Let me think about this. Doesn't somebody have the ability to like charm them or befriend them or make them kind of like think we're all right? Leave roll third. I can charm. I can charm them. I believe you're pretty good at it, Mister Charisma guy. But I think he can only do it to one at a time. Well, I don't I know. Can only, yeah, powerful. I can only. Like when he casts uh, it at a higher level. Only... Wait, wait. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't. If I do it, you're right. If I go higher level, it can be more than one person. So I would say that you should uh, say, "Hey, my friends want to see the inside of this place, and uh, if they are your friends, they may let us in." Or they could just—you could just—you could convince them to go with you somewhere real quick. I'm a drink. Yes, because we have keys. But then, when do I get to throw my fireball? <laughs> at the bar or you can leave them at the bar you can leave them at the bar and you can say hey I'm going to go to the bathroom and then you can come back and then help us inside fireball. if there's anybody inside since, all kinds of fireballs been a long time since I got to blow up a, bar, a big type of place like that no we can that is actually a good <laughs> idea we can certainly try charming them and I will take them to get a well, drink well, or just so you know, they only treat us as friends, so that doesn't mean necessarily that they will do what we say. So whatever right. we do has to be all convincing, can, and you know what all I mean. All I can try and do is say, "We." All I can try and do is say, "Hey, my friends, we are very. It's great to see you. We should go have a drink and catch up and see if I can get them to agree." Both are. Do that, or I can try. I can try and intimidate them somehow. I will hunt Hi, down your friend. I can hunt down your. <laughs> you guys do notice will, if you don't. <laughs> as the hour is getting later, the streets are not that they were full before because they weren't on this level. Um, but what you saw were mostly either the kind of rich slash elite or guards. Um, you know, some sort of military presence again on the younger side or the much much older side. That is really kind of fewer and further between right now as it gets on to like the 10 o'clock hours, you're having this discussion. Okay. Okay. You know, I say we just go with trying to charm them and get, either get them away or, I mean, could we not, my only concern with trying to charm them is that it, well, I guess either way it might be noticed that if they're missing, somebody might notice that they're missing, but if we knock them out, we might be able to set it up so that it looks like somebody's still there. But I'm all for charming. Well, let's try it. See what happens. Now, do we want to wait a day? Or do we want to just go right now tonight? Mm, I mean, I think we should get it done. 
Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So trebuchet arranges for a couple of people to trebuchet. Are we going to allow our uh, croaker and uh, bright axe going to be able to come with us at some point? Or that's what I was that? just, that's what I was just getting ready to say is he I have his visibility tour. so I could go wherever I need to go. Okay. okay. That's what you prefer. That's fine. I was going to say he would roll the cards right up. Also. Yeah. You could say you could roll the cart right up and they could just pile out of the back. Well, roll it by and you guys could roll out when it seemed convenient. Sweet. Perfect. To you. I'll do that while I'm invisible. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the Minotaur ducking and rolling. <laughs> okay. So as you guys approach, so again, it's Kronthud and, and Chris um, are kind of walking along. Chris, you are going to have to cast this guy's self again. Kronthud, you will as well. Um, Otham, how long does your uh, shape change last? It's quite a while at this level, isn't it? Is Otham with us? I can't tell. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. How long did your shape change last? Four hours. Oh, jeez. Okay. So nice. you'll probably have to cast it again because you had casted. I mean, it's it's been most of the day, so you'll probably yeah. have to do it again if you want to do it again. It, yeah. It, I, I figured at this point we were in hiding, so I wasn't. Right. So do you want to, so as you're approaching, as you're rolling up on the place, do you want to um, cast again or are you going to go in your bugbear form? Oh, yeah, I'm going to need to cast to probably something small to get in. Okay. I'll probably go with, a, I don't know, a mouse so I can get in the door. If, okay. Whatever, you know, I can kind of scout around. Okay. All right, so you guys go rolling up. Roll Thor, how are you going to manage the transition between being invisible and not for these guys? Well, if I'm going to try and charm them, I'm not going to worry so much about being invisible. I'm just going to kind of walk up there and cast my cast my whammy. Okay. So, Grunthud and um, Meep, are you with him when he approaches, or are you letting him do his own thing? Uh, I'm going to let him do his own thing, probably hang back okay. around a corner somewhere. Okay. So, uh, I'm going uh, to um, – this is – okay, sorry. You were talking about – this is for Croker, right? It's for Rolthor. Rolthor's Rolthor. okay, going up to charm. Yeah, I'm going to let him do his thing. Okay, Rolthor. Um, so you approach, and they both immediately become really defensive. And you cast? Okay. This is too complicated. I'm going to cast Fireball right off the bat. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I am going to go ahead and cast. I'm going to cast at a second level. So if I can do two people, I will try a charm person on them. And they have and to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, what is the save? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 18. Fuck. Damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, this isn't good. One guy, I, you got definitely got one of them because I rolled a natural four. The other that I rolled is only a 12. No, come on. I can't imagine. Hang on, let me see his modifier. He's he has a wisdom here. of 22. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got <laughs> yeah. a wisdom of 30. So, no, you've got them both. They're both they're both charmed, and immediately the defenses kind of come down around you, and they're like, what the hell, dude? How did how did you get here? Like, I thought we had chased everybody out. It wasn't a dwarf or a gnome. Oh, well, you had, but we, you know, are friendly, and I see you guys working so hard outside all the time and quite thirsty. 
Dude, you have no idea. This fucking sucks. I believe it. Maybe we should talk about this and you can just, you know, my treat. More importantly, Meat's treat. He will pay me back. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, we're working here, man. We can't go to the pub. We, th- th- no, we can't do that. And has the, anything other, ever, has, the other guy nudges him. Has, has anything ever happened here? Do they really need people here 24-7? Uh, nothing's going to happen. And the one who you've who got the natural four kind of leans over to him and goes, you know, nothing's really happened since the train got stolen and those guys got chased off. Who, what's even in there that people would want? Probably nothing. They would have already they would have tried to take him when they were taking the train. Let's go have a good time. So every one of you bastards who's ever offered me a drink knows that I go, no, no, I can't. Well, okay. And that's pretty much what they do (laughs) is they're like, well, we don't like, can we at least let the shift captain know that we're taking off? Or do you think we should just sneak one? I just sneak it. Cause if you let the shift captain know, he's going to put up a big fight. And while I want to take you two out, cause you work so much harder than those captains, I can't afford to take all of you out. They kind of glance at each other. 20 minutes, 30. And they go. And they go, because I just rolled another natural five. (laughs) All right. Hey, roll guard, get him him drunk. They both follow along with you. I had a secret weapon. I mean, if they were going to throw a fight, I was just going to tickle one of them on the back of the ear with my tail and be like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. <laughs> so you guys see the rest of you see Rolthor marching off with these two in the, what are very empty streets right now. Um, and he, he starts heading off toward what you really hope is the social sector. Cause you haven't really scouted that part, but he's, he's walking away with these guys. I'm sorry. I think I need to make a roll to see if I can come out of my days at watching Rolthor charm two guys to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have these statues kind of overlooking you. And the front doors that are open. Okay. Deep, you've got a key. All right, let's go, gentlemen. Hey, I'm going to look at the lock, study the lock, and ask um, Cronthread which key he thought it was that they used. You could tell by looking at the two keys. One is a key for a mechanical lock, and one kind of just slides into something. It's not really, it's not toothed like a key is. I'll I'll pick the one that doesn't just slide into something. The mechanical pick one. The, the mechanical one. Okay. Right. All right. So you walk up and you put it in and click. Okay. The I'll make the signal the for the cart heavily for the cart for the cart to come up and and get the guys. So bright action okay. So uh, the I cart doesn't say- stop. It just keeps rolling, and these guys just have to kind of roll out. But again, I know Croker is invisible and Bright Axe, what are you? Just um, big. Look like <laughs> a big. big dwarf. Okay. <laughs> a big dork? Is that what you said? A big dork? Dwarf. <laughs> dwarf. I'm pretty sure I heard dork. <laughs> no, no. I am totally peacher- picturing uh, Infinity War or uh, yeah. Peter Dinklage. Awesome. Yep. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna cast an infusion on him for giving him a cloak of elven kind, so it gives him an advantage on that. Um, so, yeah, well, it means anybody, yeah, advantage on dexterity checks. 
which okay is weird for a minotaur but what the heck all right so the door begins to open and you can kind of peek in now what are you gonna do uh well there's that arcane symbol right you can't see it but you know it's there It'd be a great time to have the spell dispel magic. <laughs> it would. Is it, we can't see it, but it's there. Is there a way to go around it or where we think it's supposed to be? Or is it we have to walk through it? Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, more, more precisely, dis- you don't know. I've got dispel magic, but I'm a, I'm a mouse. So I do. I do too. So I will. Uh... So, uh, why are you not going in, Meep? There's an arcane symbol on the ground. Remember, we talked about this. I can't oh, do anything so, with it. So, you think magic? I think, yeah, I think it needs to be dispelled. All right. Can you, can you get rid of it? I will try. I've got another idea if that doesn't work. So, I have a... Well, I really want this to work, so I'm going to try to do dispel magic at a fourth level. Fourth level, okay. I think that's fourth level. Yes. So it says for each you automatically you automatically end the effects of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal or less than the level of the spell slot I used. Okay. Roll roll your D twenty. Okay. Uh, oh man, uh, I got a twenty-two. Wait, right. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. I got more than that. Uh, well, what do I add to it? Just your spellcasting modifier. Oh, so yeah, I got a twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. So you guys see Kronthud? His eyes kind of go white for a second, and he does his little magic, uh, magic hand. <laughs> and you and you then you see this light, this purple light that's kind of on the floor and it almost you you fear for a second you set the rune off because it just kind of pops and then it just fizzles okay there, Sweet. I, I think i think i i feel like i have fixed it yeah quanta that was genius well i wouldn't say genius but i think it may have worked let's go in and try it okay let's go okay. how are you guys taking it from here are you going Stealthy? Are you going yeah. guns blazing? Yeah, I'm, I'm right. saying stealthy, but moving quickly. Then I need stealth rolls, please. Everyone must make a stealth roll. Uh, I'll just take you in the order I've got you on the screen. So, Bright X. Okay, uh, Chris, were you doing that advantage thing thing for me? Or just... Yeah, I I empowered it. <laughs> <laughs> that advantage thing. Yes. Damn, <laughs> awesome. Good good roll, man. Okay, so that is uh, 19. Wow, big number for the big man. Okay, Kronthud? Surprisingly stealthy for a large horny guy. Right. Yeah. Non-natural 20. Okay, dirty 20. Croker? 26. Damn. I know. Sheesh. Awesome? 24. 24, is that what you said? Whoa. Well done. And Meep. 31. Jesus. 
You guys don't even see me. He just kind of disappears from your sight. All right, so you walk in. What you see is a large uh, two-story kind of foyer that goes into, like I say, it's kind of a straight shot down. The desks that you expected to be there that would be like where the people, you know, where the bank people would be opening accounts and stuff like that are all kind of pushed off to the side and their office chairs and whatnot are just kind of in a circle. You realize it looks like a bunch of dudes just came in here, like they get stationed here. So they come in here and this is where they play cards or shoot the shit or whatever. Uh, They've really kind of made the space their own and shoved a bunch of stuff out of the way. However, there's no one currently in it. Um, It is a large, large area. Um, that runs probably 120, 130 feet down to the curved wall that you guys see in the note that I sent you. And it's probably 50 feet across between going up and down between the, uh, the long desks on the side. Uh, there are doors that block off those cages. As you go in the door, kind of where the room was immediately off to your right, you see a room with the door cracked open, light coming out and there's laughter inside. And on your left, so the, the office on the bottom, uh, it's, it's a room. That door is wide open. It is dark inside. So, so let, me, let me get this straight. I just want to make sure I... You said that the laughter is coming from the second office from the bottom? It's, as you walk in that door, it's coming from your immediate right. So it's from the guard's room. Oh, oh I got you. The guard's room, yeah. Gotcha. So that door is open. It's it's cracked. There's light coming out. It's kind of flickering light. You recognize it to be like candle or oil lamp or something like that. And that you can just hear two voices kind of chuckling. Just two? Gentlemen. Uh, make an investigation check. Me? Yep, sorry. Uh, 13. Okay. Me just is ballsy as hell just kind of walks up to the edge and sticks a snout in um he sees two people but he only sees about two-thirds of the room so he's pretty sure there's just two but he can't be positive beep yeah is it time for a rothar to do his fireball Oh, it was, is yeah rothar, if he was here it would be great right now he's not back yet oh damn but, he's not with you but, yeah but maybe we, we don't want, I mean, can anybody cast like a silent spell or anything? I'd say we just take these guys out. But let's let Croker and Bright actually deal with it. And then yep. we'll run into the vault and start looking for stuff. Done. Let's do it. Hey, Autumn, maybe you, where's Autumn? Is he a mouse somewhere? Hey, I'm a mouse. So I can, I can go anywhere. Why don't you just go in there and go beastly on him? The three of you can just take those guys out as quick as possible. Uh, I've already used my two slots, so I can't. I can't change to another form. I don't think. How many? You can only change twice. I think so. I'll look real quick. Um, I could do darkness on them, and I could see, but they couldn't. Oh, that would be awesome. Just, you know, one of those scenes like in the movies where yes. the lights go out and yep. all of a sudden, thump, 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 I, and everybody's I, hey, dead. If, but... you guys, if you guys do that, I can sneak. Hmm. Well, if we all attack at once, I could sneak attack our surprise round. We might be able to take those guys out. I don't know. I say you do darkness and just go in there and kill them both. All right. 
Yeah, and I don't have any forms to change into. I, I, I'm, I'm either mouse or I revert back. Okay. okay. We just go right. So, vault. first things first. Let's all roll initiative. Yeah, I was just thinking now's when I roll my natural one. That's exactly what happened. Nice. That'll be a five. Okay. So let's go from the top. So anybody, uh, I guess I'm aiming mostly at Croker, but uh, 25 through 20. That's uh, 21 for Bright Axe. Okay. 19 through 15. 18 for a cron thud. Fourteen through ten. I got a sixteen. Okay. Uh Croker, what'd you get? Thirteen. And Meep. Five. Okay. So, Bright Axe, you're going to kick this thing off and cast okay. Darkness. Is that my understanding? That is my understanding. All right. And go in swinging. All right. So, you kind of... And the whole area turns black. Now, this room is not huge, so the entire room turns black because it's, what, a 10-foot diameter? It's something like it's might even be more or than radius, that. maybe. Um, I think it's 20 foot across total, right? It's a fifteen foot, um, uh, fifteen foot radius sphere. So thirty feet across, then, right? Yeah. Radius yep. diameter. That's how that works. Yep. 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 All right. So it covers the entire room, and you guys are actually caught up in much of it. Um, Bright Axe, you come in. You can you can see in this. Yep. Uh, there are two people in the room. They both go from leaning on the table, like feet up, to they start moving, but they don't quite know what it is they're moving toward. Uh huh. Uh, there's one who's near you. There's about a six foot table, and then there's one on the other side of the table. Okay, I'm gonna start swinging. Okay. I get advantage because they're blinded, right? Uh, yeah. It's magical darkness, so. Oh shite! That's a 19 on the first hit. Just hits. Oh boy. Oh wait, no, that's yeah, a nine, these, 19 these guys on are the die. Heavily armored. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, that's a 19 on the die, so a 29 to hit. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely hits. Um, okay, and damage on that one is uh, 14 on the first hit. Second hit is a 27 with uh, 13 on that hit. Okay. All right. So you come in and just light this dude up, um, and he is uh, he is taken down quickly. Um, you you uh, manage to just find the joints in his armor, and you bury your axe deep in his side with the first one, pull it out with this kind of just sick kind of sound, uh, whip it around, and then come in and just hit him in the joint between the uh, the neck and the shoulder, and drive it kind of deep down into his chest. Pull it back out, and you turn and look, and the other dude he hears the sounds. <laughs> which is a 
combination of metal clanking and watermelons being like exploded in half. (laughs) (laughs) And it's clear to you because you can see he's worried as shit. Um, But he's just backing up with his, he's got a uh, battle axe in his hand. He's just backing up, but he doesn't know where it's coming from really. Kronthad, your turn. You are blinded. Um, By the light. Or like thereof. I am going to walk straight forward until I get out of this magical darkness with my hands forward. So that's going to be my action. I'm going to go slow okay. enough that I get through, but I'm going to try to get all my... Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So you feel as you walk in, you, you walk in a few feet and you hit the edge of the table and kind of bump it and realize, okay, this is the table. I need to follow it to the right and I'll find this other guy. So okay. you start doing that and you feel this... This wind whip right over your head as Bright Axe, completely in control, comes within a hair's width of taking your head off with his axe because he's just showing off at this point. Um, but you, you feel the whoosh of it go over your head um, and walk toward the dude. You can t- take an attack if you want. Oh. You feel like you ought to be in range. Oh, I wasn't going to try to be in the room. I was going to be outside the room. Oh, you're out. I'm we're, sorry. We're, I completely yeah, no, no. misunderstood. You're fine. We were both going to go. We were both going to go towards the vault, but. I'm yeah, still encompassed it, in the darkness because it's right because gotcha. it's in the entryway too, right? In that case, it's just a few feet and you're out and you're okay. in the main room. So I'm just gonna move towards the vault to the left. Okay. As far as I can. So you're going or down on the map. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, it is the guard's turn. Uh, the one that is next to you, Bright Axe, is taking a strike. His first strike, these are a disadvantage, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, first strike is balls. I got a 19 and a six. Second strike oh, is balls. I got a natural 20 and a four. <laughs> Great. Uh, and the other guy's not, he's not close enough. He takes a swing and you just hear the table kind of splinter behind him, but it's, that's all he gets. Uh, awesome. I'm uh, trying to make my way into the vault. I, I, don't think I was in that darkness. I'm trying to get in the vault and uh, just want to see okay. what I can find inside there being in mouse form. Uh, okay, crawling so up. Mouse. Yeah. I don't okay, know if I can take crawl off. up. Can I get into any of the vaults? I mean, are they, are they super tight or what? You guys are nowhere near the vaults yet. You're still navigating your way around the room. Um, oh, okay. But you're, you're keeping up with Kronthod. You're headed toward the door that kind of is the, uh, the separator between the customer service counter front and the customer service counter back where the service people go. You're coming up on that. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Okay. Croker. Yes. I'm just making my way that way. Okay. Croker. I head towards the vault with the other two guys. Okay. And Meep. Uh, I'm heading with Kronta following him to get to the, the goods. All right. Hey, holy cow. You guys all just booked it. I believe what they said, Bright Axe, is, hey, you've got something you're good at. Go do it. We're going to go check this out. <laughs> it worked we for have, me. We have full faith in you. Yeah, yeah. we do. All right. Bright Axe, it's back around to you. You can go ahead and make your strikes. Something I can do is hit things with an axe. That's right. Um, I will try to move from a direction that this person is not facing. Okay. Kind of circle around behind him. Okay. And just unleash on him. Easy enough. Twenty-seven <laughs> to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. 
for uh, 17 points of damage. I feel like this is watching Omni-Man and Invincible take on the... uh... (laughs) (laughs) And a 20 to hit for 18 points of damage. Just hits, and you do the exact same thing. You splice this guy uh, like he's not even there. Like, it really wasn't even fair. Like, when when you blink off your darkness, the blood and viscera is just all over the room. Like, it was not... It was just, it was, it was like you were practicing in the sandbox back at the house. I, I will give them a, a cursory glance, okay. drop my, uh, drop my uh, um, darkness and start walking out of the room. Okay. All right. Uh, cursory grant, glance, just make a quick perception check. That is 16. Uh, now, all you really say is is plate armor that will not fit you, um, a couple of battle axes, and a lot of blood and guts. All right. So I'm going to walk out okay. and head towards the vault. Okay. So you guys are approaching this door. Are you going to do – what are you going to do to get through the door? Take a lock. Is it locked? Okay. Is yeah. the door locked? Yeah. Can I look for traps? Okay, make an investigation check. What about the keys you have? It's an 18. It's an 18? Okay. Um, You do not see any sort of traps. Um, You do notice the slot in the door is probably what that second key is for. Okay, guys, it looks clean. I think this is for the other key. I'll stick it in and... Okay. So this one you stick in and it doesn't actually turn. Like I say, this is more just kind of slides into the slot. And you hear this kind of pop and this... And you see more arcane energy from in front of you on the floor as as the door creaks open. um, Fizzle out. You just avoided another rune. Nice. Sweet. I'm going to uh, quickly communicate to Rolthar by way of our fingertip, where we're at in this whole thing. Okay. So Roll Thor, is... Good. I Roll don't Thor, really you're... understand what they're saying because I'm <laughs> yeah. three feet to the wind. I was going to say, you did not make it very far before these guys suggested a tavern, and you went over that way and, and um, have started drinking, yes. So you're enjoying yourself, but you're you're a couple of blocks away probably at this point. All right. How many people are in the tavern out of curiosity? Like maybe six, including the bartender. It's again, it's, there's not a lot of people out. There's certainly not a lot of people. It's almost like a year ago now with the quarantine, like nobody's out. And those who are, are like hardcore. (laughs) Got it. Okay. I just respond with, I'll get there as soon as I can. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, crew, you guys move all the way to the left on the map, and you come to the there. There's another opening there. That's not a door. That's just an opening. As you guys look around that curved area, there's lots of again. It's office furniture that's been shoved kind of to and fro. Um, at one time, this was probably some sort of service area for high rollers, um, but everything's just kind of shoved out of the way. You guys walk around that corner, and you see you immediately recognize that kind of down that hallway a little bit, that big 
um, big rectangle looking thing. That is an enormous vault door. Okay. Okay. Well, what is the uh, vault door made out of? Uh, heavy metal. Looks like steel, probably. Okay. Think, is... think of your typical kind of 20s era vault door, steampunked up. Gotcha. And what is the uh, what is the the outside of the vault? Is it round vault door or is it like square? It's round. Dangle. Round. And yeah. around the edge of it, what is, what is that made out of? Is it wood or stone or? It's stone. And you see there are lots of, in, in addition to what you can assume to be the, the pins that kind of come down into the vault door, on the outside, there are lots of really intricate locks. It's almost like, you know, a movie like Hellboy or something where there's like an arcane lock and you click one thing and it goes. Right. It looks like that type of thing. Can we uh, check for traps right off the bat? And can I have Croker uh, help me? Sure. He can be pretty good at this stuff too. So, Croker, you roll too, man. What am I doing? Investigation. You're checking for traps. Uh, I'm only at a plus three on investigation. Not oh. one of my strong suits. But here we are. Keep rolling. Strong, stronger than the rest. Meep, what'd you get? 20. 15. 15. Are you serious? You got a natural 20? Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. Yes! You a little <clears throat> safe. That was awesome. <laughs> so, what'd you get, Chris? I got a 15. I kind of rolled like crap. Okay. So you notice mechanically there don't appear to be any traps. So you're looking at this thing and it's, it's, I don't want to call it straightforward, but cause that would be, you know, that would be giving it a little, you know, not enough credit. Um, but you at least understand it. You understand the mechanism. You think, God, if I had a good day and a half, I could stand a chance at this as it is, you're going to really struggle with it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go, but no traps, right? Just a mechanical mess. You did not see any type of traps, no. Okay, well, I've got all of my cards in this. Is there no shot in my, like, there's no way I'm going to get this? No, you're confident that this is not, this is beyond your skill set at this point. What? I have all but champion. Okay, that's fine. I've been building for this moment. That's right. Um, okay, guys, I can't do this. I, I, I mean, I've been working for this stuff, but this one's way out of my league. We got to figure another way around. Oh, I, I should say as well, Autumn, are you still with us? Yep, I'm still here. Okay. Um, as, are you still a mouse? I am. Okay. Make an investigation check for me, or a perception check, rather. Yeah. <laughs> the nine. A nine? Yeah. I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you that inspiration. I can do it within people within thirty feet. So add plus five to that. Okay. A fourteen. So as you're kind of scooting around, only because you're so low to the ground do you see it and the others do not. There are ventilation holes that are kind of coming out of this thing. 
that you might be able to squeeze through in your mouse form. Oh, you'll definitely be able to squeeze. Oh, through. I'm gonna try it. A mouse your head gets through. A mi- uh, well, if if his head gets through, then the rest of his body can. Right. The biggest bone in his body. <laughs> All right. I would like you to make a strength or dexterity check for me. It's your choice. Dun dun dun. You're muted. Sorry, I, I'm working off one screen, so you're okay. hard for me to, um, I think I've got something that might help me. Hold on here. Well, you can't cast as a mouse, so guidance or whatever it is is not going to help. <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cast enhance wait enhance ability and give him a. Well, if I can get that out of the way, let's see here. Uh, are you going to use dexterity or strength? I'm going to use dex. I, I've got plus okay. three on dex. Give, give him an advantage on dexterity checks. Okay. All right. Make your roll. Come on, Otham. 13. You get to roll 13. twice. Uh, that was twice. Okay. Oh, man. So you do manage to squeeze in there, and it's a full, I mean, it's probably 30 seconds before you get to the halfway point. And as you're passing through, when you get right at that halfway point, you notice it goes from being stone to the tube turns to metal. And as you're crossing through the metal, it turns to stone again, but you immediately, you said you roll a 13? Uh, 14, yeah. 14, okay. You barely fucking made it, dude. Um, pop! And it shoots you through. Wait, you no, I'm sorry. You're, you're right, 13. Okay. So I, yeah, you barely made it because it was, it was it was a 12 is what you needed. It pops you to the other side, and you are in your bugbear form, and you have flown through. You went through an anti-magic field, and it kicked you out of your form, and you pop to that side of the wall. You are going to take... Boy... All the damage. All the damage. <laughs> yes. It's not good. It's not gonna feel good. My other one? Well, I'll just roll these twice. That's, yeah. Actually it's, it's not too bad. No, oh, if you can get your head through. Twenty four points. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> nope, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, of, wait, uh, wait, do I take that damage as a mouse and then I revert? No, you no take so whatever, it, it popped you out of your mouse form. Okay, okay. And I, that's I what asked, and that's I what asked. it just but but because you were started to grow, you don't grow into the stone, it just pops you to one side or the other. You got lucky, you shot to the other side, but you took twenty four points of bludgeoning damage doing it. And you are sprawled on the floor in a very, very dark vault. You straight Tom and Jerryed it. There that's you right. Go. You straight Tom and Jerryed it. And I do sweet. believe that's where we're going to leave off because things are about oh. to get rowdy, probably. So oh, oh we'll rejoin God. this. Oh, rejoin God. this next time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. We're not there yet. I'm, this is a great stopping point. I, I am yeah. sad that I only had. It was such a short moment. That was like my perfect scene there. <laughs> Make it dark and then violent death. And then he wrote like five things. more guys in that room. Carter, that was perfect though, man. <laughs> that was amazing. Like everything went black and everything was done in two rounds. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 
you your fucking roll for those keys was ridiculous, and that's the only reason this was so easy. 